Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brenslick, and it's another episode of Date Night. Date Night? Date Night. This is a good one. I like these people. You like all the people, though. I know, which means we do a good job picking the people. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, So today we have Danny and Rochelle Knowles on. Um, we'll tell you all about them in a minute. Uh, but first I want to tell you about my new idea. What's your new idea? Thank you. I was waiting for you to ask. I think I know where this is going. Okay. So last week I went to, there's, there's a lot of complaints in here. So first is it It should be stated that Lauren is grumpy this morning. So we're just rolling with it and making (laughs) content out of it. (laughs) Not like, yeah. Okay. I was grumpy last week though, too. And that's important for this story. Okay. So I had a dentist appointment. I contemplated canceling it just because I didn't feel it going. And apparently that's a pattern. Cause I said to Kirby, like, I don't know. I have the dentist tomorrow, but I might cancel. And he's like, what? No way. I'm like, do I do this often? Yeah. You one time it takes like six months to schedule a dentist appointment and you can reschedule a massage for like two days later. No, and you, you one time tried to miss a dentist appointment because you had a massage that it might coincide with. Nay, I did cancel that dentist appointment for that massage and our massage therapist is almost as hard to get into. That's not the point of the story though. So I go to the dentist. I got more important shit to be doing. Not really, but I don't want to be there. And so I think I'm like, I'm not going to be grumpy to them, but I'm just, my plan is to just like not be talkative. So the, what are they called? Hygienist. Thank you. So the hygienist is like, how's it going this morning? I'm like, yeah, good. Okay. Like, she's like, are you working today? And I'm like, you know, thinking she's still just making small talk with me, like anything, you know? And I'm like, yep. And she's like, when you got to be back to work? And I was like, oh, and I'm like, noon. She's like, oh. And then she asked another question where I realized she knows who I am. I'm like, damn it. Well, they can see our clinic from the room. Could but you see is, our clinic from the room you're in? Yes, but this is the first time I've had this hygienist. Usually I had this other dude who was really talkative and annoying. And so I purposely switched to a different day. Mm. And so this is the first time I'd met her. It's safe to know they all know who you are. They can <sighs> see your workplace from their workplace. So then she's like, so how are you liking the new building? And so then just like there's some, if you're a small town doc, 
you know this moment where you're like, I am not anonymous and they know who I am. And now I have to bring the energy and the charisma to this damn dental cleaning I didn't even want to be yet. So like right away, I'm just like, oh, we're really loving it. And you know, like there's energy. And so then I'm asking her questions, but then she's to start cleaning my teeth. So anyways, this isn't even my idea yet. That was just my rant. Okay. So she proceeds as I think most hygienists do. This has been my entire life to just ask me questions throughout my entire cleaning and talk about stuff like I don't know but the thing is is their hands are in your mouth so we should ask Karen what training they get on that or if uh, they ever talk about that okay so I'm gonna talk about some of the annoying things that she said but first I just want to cut to the chase and tell you my idea it's not trademark yet but like silent dental cleaning so you go in it's very quiet they talk and like, have you had any changes in your medications? No. Um, and then you get headphones even. And, okay. and like, there's like meditative music. They put black because there's also like, am I supposed to keep my eyes open or am I the weirdo for shutting my eyes? I right? Like you're I like, keep my eyes open. You keep most. your eyes open and just mm-hmm. stare at them. Stare right at, <laughs> right at their face. So. No, we, they get like, look at the TV in the corner. There's no TV. Or, there's a TV in the corner of the one I'm not the one I'm in. They just don't like you, I think. <laughs> so, so yeah. So you'd get like black sunglasses that are very clear of like, yeah, you don't. And then like, I thought about this on my run because I've actually put thought into this mm-hmm. that I'd be like, okay, well, what would happen when they need to talk to you? Yeah, that was my question. They would, it would be like the airport or the airplane system where they uh, this is your dental hygienist speaking. No, no, no. They wouldn't have to announce themselves. Uh, I'm going to need you to return your they seat back have, to the upright and locked position. They would have like a little headphone that automatically, or okay, probably wouldn't happen automatically because they would need to like talk to the dentist that I didn't need to hear that, but they would just like tap a thing and then their volume, like my my meditation yeah, music would get quieter. Because they're going to have their yeah, hands yeah, in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Foot pedal. So then the volume of my music just lowers and their voice comes in of like, hey, Lauren, so have you noticed any pain at blah, blah, blah? And I can be like, nope. And they're like, okay, great. Return to your meditation. So that's my idea. I think it's really good. And then anybody who lives in a big town who doesn't have to deal about being anonymous is just like, oh, my dentist. I, there is a quiet dentistry around here. Oh, and they also have a holistic dentistry and all of this stuff where you don't have to turn down fluoride all the time and blah, blah, blah. I think you can mix it into an existing dental practice. Just like with Uber, you can like set your conversation settings. Did you know that? Oh, we should just do that for patients at the clinic. Just oh, like, yeah, although like, we Do you want to talk remember. about the Packers? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the weather? Do you want the doctor to actually talk to you or do you just want to leave? We'd have to have a way of tracking it. And you guys ask, I mean, you do a good job and you train our people not to do BS table talk anyway. Right. So like most of what you're talking about is their body and what's going on with them and what's going on with their life, which is relevant. And the person who would say no would... Neat. Probably be the person who needs me to educate them on their nervous system. Otherwise, they're just leaving anyways. Okay. Exactly. So bad idea for chiropractic. 
good idea for dentistry though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like the, what you guys are doing is basically what the dentist does, but like, yeah, a lot of the times the hygienist isn't asking you any relevant question towards your, you know how I know I was health. grumpy last week because the intro for last week was me bitching about that guy on Instagram. Um, but last week I had my period to blame. I am periodless now. Now I'm just a bitch. Now you're just a grumpy, grumpy lady. I sent like an SOS to April, the Reiki lady. Oh, I was yeah. like, I need help. A demon has possessed me and I need help. <laughs> um, do you want to hear some of the shit she was saying? Sure. Yes, you do. And so did they. I know they do. Otherwise, they're fast forwarding. Okay. So it starts with her. So like saying something about like very like my intro about like, oh my gosh, I always have to put myself in these weird positions, like my back, back hurt, whatever. Mm. And I said like, well, I know a great chiropractor. And she goes, oh, I go to the chiropractor. And I was like, that's fantastic. Who do you go to? And then she tells me who I'm not going to say because they're kind of my arch nemesis in town. <laughs> I have reasons, but I'm not going to go on that soapbox. Well, yep. Okay. Anyways. So, and so she says, and I go, and I think this is a great line. Hmm. And I go, oh, how'd you select him? Good, right? Yeah. You're just shaking your head, not enthusiastic. Just waiting to see where. So, so anyway, she's like, oh, well, I used to go to the person who owned it before, not as regularly, but now I go. And so then she just goes like, he is always busy and i'm just like yeah well when you do half hour appointments <laughs> so angry so angry so angry and she goes said something about like uh, somehow she got to like oh then she took a thing because she asked about my weekend plans mm. maybe this maybe this happened before i started bitching about the guy but she's done a hygienist and okay if there's any dental hygienist who listen right now, don't get offended. But she then was asking about my weekend plans. I said we were going to continuing ed. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, how many, how many hours do you guys need? And so I tell her, and she's like, oh, wow, that's a lot. We only need. And I wanted to be like, bish, are you, wait a minute. You know that like, I'm a doctor. Then she asked about her schooling. And she's like, so is that like a two year I was like, nope. She's just Full four. She's just stepping on all your buttons without oh knowing that. Oh, my God. So that had happened before she tells me that my arch nemesis is always busy. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, then she asked something about us being busy or like, are you basically, she said, like, are you busy? That's what my brain heard. That wasn't what she said. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, she asked how many doctors we have now. And I was like, 17. <laughs> More than whoever you go to see. And ours are better and they're taller <laughs> and they're funnier, <laughs> faster. They can jump higher. At one, at one point she asked like, how, so like if you have like five to 10 minute appointments and then she starts like trying to calculate how many people I can see in a day. And she's like, so like, do you see like 20, 30? And I was like, no, like a hundred. And she's like, what i was like yeah so you are hilarious yeah it was it was terrible and 
And then like the kind of the final kicker, I, at this point I froze I, because you know what I wanted to say, but then she was like, oh, and he, what I really love is I can just schedule my appointments online. And I, and she, and she, I was just waiting for her to be like, can you guys do that? And I wanted to be like, yeah. Fortunately we can. And this is a good time to talk about our friends <laughs> at SCED. <laughs> They have helped us streamline our practice. And Abby was just telling me the other day how many people have actually started to schedule online. And I was thinking like, whoa, how much time have our CAs saved by not having to do those conversations? And like, it's great that people still can call and schedule, which some people do. But I like that we've streamlined it enough that people can just watch the videos, read the info and go, yep, I'll pick my time. I'll be there and our people can focus on more important things of the people actually in front of them in the clinic and helping them out. Okay. That was a really good pivot because that, that rant could have gone on for a lot, a lot longer. Uh, but yes, we are extremely happy with SCED. We love them. Um, and we've tried out, this is actually our third different similar software and this by far beats, beats the previous. Mm -hmm. so. so if you want to know more about SCED, click the link in the show notes. And forget, do we have a, is it, do we have, do they have to mention she slays or? I think they save money if they do. Okay. Yeah. Do that. Greatest then. promotional ad ever. ever. I'm pretty sure that. You, I'm pretty sure you know, that like, there's something, but it's, it's a link. It's all in the link. We'll figure it out later. Natural ads. We're great. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to promote something for you? I'm so good at it. Well, we really use it, and I think that comes through, and it, I think that's a good promotion. I do love it. If they fired me as she slays, I would have a hard time because I would be like, um, but I still want your service, and now... And, and when you're answering much... a question, and you're telling people like, well, how I fixed it is Arr, this, but I don't want to talk about them anymore. ex-boyfriend. I think we've already realized that I have grudge issues. Yes, really apparently. Do. I do. I don't know. I don't I don't know if it's an Enneagram 3 or, again, if I'm just a bitch. Hmm. Can't it be both? It can be. Um, shout out. This week's listener highlight is a new Patreon supporter. It's Dr. Stilson at Activated Life Cairo and, Will, uh, and Wellness. I almost said Wilson because I was looking at her name and reading her thing. But um, And I also believe they are looking for an associate. Ooh. So go check out Activated Life Cairo and Wellness if you are looking for a job because they're my new favorite this week because they support us on Patreon. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to our interview. I suppose we should at some point. Got any more people you want to complain about though first? Um... That was a rhetorical question. Well, I was just at continuing it this week. So like, there, yeah, I mean, there's probably, but you don't want me to answer. No. Fine. All right. Well, let's talk about people I like. So Dr. Danielle Knowles and developed the mile high movement after years of experience as a successful chiropractor, consultant, mentor, and teacher. He's been running his own chiropractic practice since 1997. He also has served on the Sherman College of Chiropractic Board of Trustees, the Colorado Chiropractic Association, the Colorado Chiropractic Wellness Alliance, and the International Federation of Chiropractors and Organizations. That is a mouthful. That is the cut down. And did you say Danielle? I did I? <laughs> I think you just got into I... reading voice. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Dan, Dan, well, I call him Danny. Yeah. And I, you typed out 
Daniel. Well, I was cutting, I was cutting and pasting from this guy's done so much that his bio, like I was like, oh, we'll just grab the about me section from like a speaker bio. But he's done so much stuff that it's like four pages long. So it's like, okay, what are like the best three sentences? Oh, I'm going to call it Danny. You should have put Danny. That's Sorry, what Dr. Danny. Dr. Danny. <sighs> One day I'm going to have a four page long bio. I'll just do impressive stuff. She started a mute dentistry <laughs> business. <laughs> she started a podcast where she just complains about shit. <laughs> Anyways, I'll try not to mess up his wife's name. Dr. Rochelle Knowles is well known as a chiropractor residents can rely on for compassionate and empathetic care at Boulder Wellness Center. You know what? It's just my mouth isn't working today. Red like leather, yellow leather. Like words are not coming out smoothly. It's all right. It's early. She graduated from Sherman College of Chiropractic and has served on the Colorado Board of Chiropractic Examiners and currently is on the board of the International Federation of Chiropractors and Organizations. Now, the way that they got uh, hooked up into their state association is an interesting story they do get into. Mm -hmm. Little fact, little fun fact, the person who I bitched about last week, the Instagram person, yep. is from Colorado. Oh, and on the other side of things yes. from them, I'm assuming. And I remember this because while I was like scouring his bio page and looking at his posts, I remember thinking it's people like you that Danny and Rochelle, like no wonder they felt like they needed to get involved in Colorado politics. Yeah. Yeah, with people like that, I would assume. You don't even, yeah. You don't even know. <laughs> I'm just mad at them because you're mad at them, honey. I will oh. go fight them for you. You're so sweet. Okay, will you pray? And can we center this conversation, please? All right. Dear God, thank you again for bringing us together. Um, and thank you for these date nights where we get to not just have the the quick conversations that happen at conferences or the quick messages on Instagram, but kind of dig in with people who are so interesting um, and get to know them at a deeper level. So I personally appreciate that you give me and Lauren this opportunity to, to grow with these people and for all the information that they give us, please help it bless people who are listening um, and getting important messages like Danny and Rochelle's out there. Um, and, and show all the good things that they're doing in your name. Thank you. And we love you. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, without further ado, we're only 20 minutes into our intro. Good job us. <laughs> well, I, I don't think it's a full 20, like we're seeing it as 20, but I think the first four minutes of this recording were you procrastinating and not wanting to start <laughs> and going, are you, you know ready? How we knew it was going to be bad as I literally asked Kirby, wait, what do I normally say to intro? The podcast. I forgot. I like blacked out and was like, how do I start this thing normally? I think you found the energy and you, you did a decent job. <laughs> once once you once you got your rage energy going of complaining <laughs> about people, then it really, really found its legs. Will you remember that for future when I am nining out that you just gotta be like, let's piss you off. Let's get you pissed. Yeah, that's what I want. I want to get you pissed. <laughs> Instead, when I nine out, Kirby's just like, yeah, good. You're like realizing. Go rest. Lay on the couch. That's a good idea sometimes. It's not what I need. All right. Without further ado, here is our date night. I don't even know what number this is. Five, maybe five or six. 
um, fun date night. You're going to enjoy it with Dr. Danny and Dr. Rochelle Knowles. Okay, so other than you two being the powerhouse that created Mile High, honestly, I don't know much about your background in chiropractic. Like, how did you guys find each other and find chiropractic? Well, which one of us should start? Long story. Long story. (laughs) Well, first of all, I found chiropractic because I had significant health challenges as a teen. My mom, um, I you know, was a divorced single mom, and um, I was ill frequently. And someone said to us, "You've got to bring this kid. You got to get this kid to a doctor." And she said, "I've been through every doctor thing, and I can't do it." And you know, I don't want to give him medications. I don't even want to take an aspirin was her response. Mm-hmm. So he went to a library and looked up what's a drugless healing art. And he came back and said the largest drugless healing art was chiropractic. You got to take him to her chiropractor. Mm-hmm. She never heard of one, didn't know what one was, and she did. And um, my health turned around very quickly. Um, and so she decided to go to chiropractic school. Cool. And wow. to NYC Single mom. Yeah, I'm going to chiropractic school. Back then, that was and, probably like five thousand dollars, <laughs> right? <exactly. laughs> and and she and she um she she was going to go back to to some health profession. So she she prereqs, but she didn't know what she wanted to do. But she was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And she went to chiropractic school at NYCC, and she didn't know what chiropractic was. Actually, at the interview, she said, "I, I want to you know go at the interview for school." She said, "I want to go into chiropractic medicine." And NYCC admission said, "There's no such thing as chiropractic medicine," because <laughs> she didn't know what she was doing. And a right, diametrically you know? opposed chiropractic. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, so anyway, uh, she ended up in the last quarter of school. Um, someone that she was dating was a Sherman grad. It said, "You have to go to a Donnie mm-hmm. se- seminar." Donnie Epstein is where you'll learn real chiropractic. You're not learning real chiropractic. So she went and he happened to be speaking on campus as often people do. And she went said, oh, look, this is the person I'm supposed to go see. So she went to his talk and it turned her life around. Later after that, she, they ended up date, you know, dating and my mom married Donnie Epstein. So spoiler, I didn't know that. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. That is so cool. And I was in I was in undergrad and there was this um actually I think it was my last year of high school or first year of undergrad, I don't remember. And um they were all of a sudden getting married. I was like, okay. And we went to this wedding. So we're having a small wedding. Um and the wedding was being done by a French chiropractor. And it happened to be Arnaud Bernier, which I had no idea at that time. I was like, Who, why is there a French chiropractor doing a wedding ceremony? I don't get this. And um, I'm like a New York NYU kid. I'm like, this is just weird. There's a Jewish chiropractor with a very thick Jewish New York accent, you know, and a French chiropractor. I, I don't get it. So then, but then I, I thought the last thing I do is become a chiropractor because uh, all these people are weird. <laughs> and um, I, but I tagged along with lots of things to them. And then I went to Sherman because they said I'd never gone to anywhere. I only lived in the Bronx. I didn't go anywhere of the Disney once. I'd never left the Bronx yeah. um, and in Brooklyn. Um, so I went to Sherman College to visit uh, with them just because they were going. I was like, okay, this I've never been in it. Let's go. And um, I heard in one day, Donnie, Arnaud, 
John, Joe Donofrio Sr., um, Reggie Gold, and Tom Gilardi in like five hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm going to chiropractic school <laughs> after, after that. And then, so that's how I ended up at chiropractic school. Then Rochelle mm-hmm. ended up at Sherman. Do you want to say how you found your way to sure. Sherman? Sure. I had a, I have a twin brother who's a chiropractor. And, um, he knew like we were, we were, we're twins. Right. And he, I knew I wanted to go, I wanted to help people, right. And go into healthcare somehow. And he wanted at 12 years old, he's like, Oh, I'm going to be a chiropractor. And we had like a distant cousin that was a chiropractor, but we didn't go to the chiropractor. We didn't know anything Mm -hmm. about it. Like, I don't think he read about it. It was just like this, you know, God thing where he was like, yeah, I'm going to be a chiropractor. And he never veered from that. Right. That's and exactly so, my that's, story that's too. So much Age yeah. 12, very little experience. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. Like where did this come from? Thought bubble, right? Yeah. And so he went on to go to chiropractic school and I went to pharmacy school and there's a, like a dramatic story. About I, bet, kind of I was going to say, I bet Thanksgiving yeah. dinners got real weird. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, but I was the same way. I was like, well, why, you know, my mom, I was having like these really bad headaches and the guy that sent my brother to chiropractic school because my brother, my dad met him. And then he had a bus going to Sherman college. And he said, Oh, my son wants to be a chiropractor. He had a bus going to Sherman college from Pittsburgh. His name's Dave Schmolensky. He's like our field doc. And he sent my brother when he was um, like a freshman in college down to Sherman and he went to Lyceum and it was huge. And he heard Reggie and, you know, everybody, and he came back so excited and on fire. And here I am in pharmacy school. And he he said, you have to start seeing Dave. And I had like these terrible headaches and like debilitating migraines got adjusted. I sat in the car and like my, my hands were tingling after my first adjustment. I was like, Whoa, what's going on? Like, just, I felt like my whole nervous system waking up. Mm -hmm. And, um, then all these things led to me then going to visit my brother and going to Lyceum and hearing Reggie. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do my pharmacy rotations. (laughs) (laughs) And then off I go to chiropractic school. So it's the, having the chiropractic experience of what it was like to feel when, you know, you're not subluxated and, and how you feel more alive and having my twin there. And also realizing that putting pills in a bottle is not really fun. Yeah. It's funny because every time I come back from a chiropractic conference, you know, there's this, this Monday energy, yeah. just like your patients and you're just like, yeah. Oh my gosh, do you know, do you like understand how cool yeah. this is? And I'll <laughs> yeah. even just say something. Cause like, you know, some of your patients have boring jobs, they're accountants or whatever. Right. And I'll be like, do you go to like conferences and stuff? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do. We have like continuing education. And I'm like, yeah. do you come back? Like, excited about, like, <laughs> and stuff and they're like not really and I'm like I think chiropractic might be a little unique that just way it's a little like, different just right? a little because I'm just picturing like 500 accountants in a room just like I know, oh. I know. <laughs> like we're so excited you know <laughs> so then you both end up at Sherman mm-hmm. and that's where you meet yeah so I was on my tour of Sherman when I went to visit my brother And, um, like I wasn't guy crazy or, you know, I was all about my career and the whole Mm -hmm. nine yards, like girl power. (laughs) And I was on the tour of Sherman and in our health center, I was walking along 
the lockers and Danny comes walking through and the guy that's on the tour, like introduces me to him and we walk away and I was with my mom cause she was visiting my brother too. And I said to my mom, I don't know why, but I'm going to marry that guy. Oh, and my mom wow. was like, oh, and your mom's like, girl, you are making too many life changes too fast. <laughs> exactly. And she's like, really? And I said, yeah, I said, I just don't know why, but I think that's who I'm going to marry. And she was like, you're crazy. <laughs> and then we ended up being friends through school. We dated other people and everything like that. And then he came back um, one time he had, he had a house. He came back to sell his house and we met at a coffee shop and he asked me out and the rest is history. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. So did you, (laughs) so where, like, did you, when you graduated, start a practice together or how did, no, when we, um, well, when, when I graduated, she still had a two years, two years left. Okay. Okay. So I, and the relationship was pretty awesome. (laughs) I said, okay, but I wanted to leave Spartanburg as (laughs) soon as possible. (laughs) And Back to the I Bronx. Had to decide, <laughs> I had to decide this New York boy had to decide to stay in the South. Right. And she was more than worth it. Um, so I stayed for two years and I opened a practice and practice in South Carolina. Um, and she helped me with the practice. She helped in the practice tremendously, staff, you know, staff wise and running it and learning how to practice together while she was in school Mm -hmm. she would come between seeing patients at clinic to come to the office Mm -hmm. and we ran the office together and then we sold it and Mm we moved got married and moved here Mm -hmm. um to boulder so and actually she ended up in boulder quicker than i i did because i couldn't sell the practice in time and she set up the internship in boulder Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm still here So, so what made you knowing, especially knowing that you didn't want to stay in Spartanburg, mm-hmm. what made you decide to open a practice versus like just associate for a while? Mm-hmm. Her? <laughs> we we like didn't have any fear back then. We didn't have any fear. You know, like there was no like, what am I going to do? It was just like, oh yeah, we're just going to open a practice. So he started seeing people out yeah. of his basement and did box on the wall. And then it started growing. So he got a space and then there were students that wanted to stay in the area. So they said, Oh, listen. And I mean, we sold the practice for like $10,000. Oh, okay. Or something like that. You know, did you say, so we were like, yeah, 30. Oh, 33. Okay. Yeah. And so, so we were like, you know, he had built it up really great. I mean, it was a great practice and a beautiful space and everything. And he just, there were a couple of students that had said, Hey, if you get this going, when I'm done, I'd love to just like plug right. in, right? And so that's what happened. I mean, when we graduated, no one thought of being an associate. It wasn't. It in, wasn't a thing. It that wasn't. Time. Yeah. It was just unless you had like a parent that was a chiropractor, mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. your big brother was, then you'd go work with them. But it wasn't. I don't think that there was the. I mean, there for sure wasn't. You know, we there we had a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. You know, each. so each yeah. So we didn't have what people have today. So. Yeah. But when I opened, I mean, I I, we were, I started seeing people in my basement because people knew me from being there already. Mm-hmm. And it got to being so many people seeing me that they're all parking on the neighbor's lawns and they started yeah. to complain. <laughs> so I, I <laughs> so I was like, OK, I have to open an office because yeah. we're going to get shut down. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and in my the bit, I didn't have a business plan. My business plan was I had two thousand dollars in the bank and I had <laughs> posters and tables and I had the rent was a thousand. 
So like, I just got to make, get more people to adjust it than a thousand dollars and I can make it. That was the whole business. Yeah. Plan. It yeah. was, we were, we were like so on a shoestring yeah. fly by the seat of our pants, but it just worked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I'm assuming, I, I don't want to make, assume that you're older than me, but I'm assuming you graduated before 2010. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a 2010 yes. grad. 96 and 99. Okay. Graduated, so. so, you know, you said that like nobody, nobody associated. And mm -hmm. even when I graduated in 2010, I mean, there were definitely some people who were associating. Yeah. yeah. But my memory, and I could be remembering yeah. it wrong or like obviously through my own narrative. But like, if you were going to associate, it was kind of like, oh, so you just need more time. Like, you're just not confident enough in who mm -hmm. you are. Yeah. And yeah. that was really the like, no, I just, I don't feel ready to start a practice yet. And like, everyone else is just kind of like, oh, oh, yeah. right. I'm not confident yet. Okay. What, you know, and I would say 90 plus percent, you know, like it was looked down upon like mm -hmm. you were lacking something that all of us had, um, yeah. you were going to associate. Well, simultaneously, they didn't teach you no, how to run a practice no, not or at all. business. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. You, you, I, I think that, you know, I agree with you 100%. And, and I really think that with the burden of the school debt and also like, you know, the circumstances of like the different things that have happened in the world over the last you know, probably since 2008 until now, the world's changed so much. Mm -hmm. And I think that they've gotten, there's gotten to be more stuff and not as many tools of like what you really need to do to start your practice, mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's, I think it's hard, it's harder for people now than it was for us, you know, to be honest. And I think it was harder for the people, but it, I mean, there's, I think, People know what chiropractic is now more so than ever. So there's that. And there's also just the way the world is right now. And, you know, hard for people to get loans or even get leases or anything like that. So, and I, and I think people see being an associate now as being part of something, yes. right? Is mm -hmm. that like yeah. you're, so you're practicing together. Now I feel right. like as chiropractors, why, I mean, there's all these giant practices Back yeah. And too, it's not like all right. of a sudden now chiropractors are like, geez, I can't handle this load. I need help. Like what yeah. were chiropractors doing before they couldn't get associates? Like, I know, I know. I, don't, I think they were, they were working six and seven hours. You know, they were selfless servants that just, that was their whole life. Oh. You know what I mean? Which, I mean, I think that's beautiful. And I also think I've always loved the idea of a group practice, you know, like I feel like when you have a spouse, you are a group practice. So mm -hmm. we don't like really know any different. So then when you bring somebody else on, I always see it as like, we're working together, you mm -hmm. know, like it's our practice together, not that, you know, like you're part of the practice. So I think it's a beautiful thing. You know, nobody's an island, right? So who really wants to go at it alone? You know, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, that's a that's probably exactly what it was, is like back back then. Back then. <laughs> um, I'm saying before you guys, way before yeah. you. Like, <laughs> older chiropractors. Um yeah, we're not the older chiropractors. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. No, 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 no. You changed this, but no, seriously, back in like the Reggie times, it yeah. is. It was kind of this like 
part of your identity of a chiropractor was mm. this complete self-service of your personal life mm. right um yeah. and like those wives had to be just like <laughs> understanding hey she slayers when i first started practice i thought i needed to dress a certain way for patients to trust me and i spent hours trying to design communication and marketing materials that worked after 12 years of practice Here's a couple things I've learned. One, I don't have to wear dress pants and button-ups for a patient to take me seriously. And two, why recreate the wheel when a design professional has already done all the work for me? Well-Aligned offers solutions in both of these categories. They have the coolest and most comfy chiropractic shirts that will showcase your personality, as well as beautifully designed communication and marketing tools to help drive new patients, get more referrals, and gain better retention in your practice. From the best chiropractic apparel to modern patient education materials, Well Aligned has you covered. All She Slayers get 10% off plus free shipping on orders of $75 or more with promo code SHESLAYS. Visit www.wellaligned.com to save. Hey, She Slayers. So many of you connect with my story as a chiropractor because I started all wrong. Years into practice, I had to completely turn it around from being an insurance and pain-based model to a thriving subluxation-based cash practice. I have a lot of ways that that happened, but I am not exaggerating when I say the number one thing I changed was adding CLA's Insight scanning technology. The Insight helped grow our practice from 300 people a week to over 500 a week in the course of one year, purely by showing objective findings and providing reports to patients. So many docs I talk to struggle to communicate the why behind a care plan when the patient's pain goes away in a few visits. They struggle to keep patients after insurance stops paying. They don't know how to explain why a kid benefits from chiropractic care, even though they have no symptoms. They don't do progress exams because what am I going to do to show the patient progress? I am telling you every single thing I just said, my answer to the doc is, are you using insight scanning technology in your clinic yet? Because it's the solution to all of those issues. If you have questions, the staff at CLA is absolutely incredible and will help answer those questions and help implement this big change into your practice. Click the link below in the show notes as She Slays listeners get preferred pricing and hundreds of dollars off their purchase. Hi, friends. I wanted to take a quick break from the episode to make sure you all know about the cool stuff we have happening over on Patreon. This is a platform where I can offer you extra content, behind-the-scenes interviews, quick trainings, and exclusive trainings answering your exact question live, back-to-back with me. It's a way for me to more directly interact with you and post some fun things that would never be in the normal weekly episodes. To check out what we're doing and to sign up, click the link in the show notes. Yeah, and because now it is this like, you know, well, no, you don't get to be an absent father just because you're a chiropractor. Yeah, you like, also have to. You know, it. also, I think the world was different in terms of technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you didn't have computers and social media, and that aspect of running a practice is super mm-hmm. time consuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, that you didn't do outside the adjusting hours. Yeah. 
you know, mm-hmm. that you do now? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know I practiced without, I practiced before there were, you know, there was no email in my practice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that old. Right. <laughs> no, we didn't. Yeah. Email didn't start really. Yeah. We didn't use it for business when we first opened. No. Um, yeah. and, and social media was, you know, very basic, like, oh, we, we got a Facebook page and mm-hmm. we do it if we're going to be closed, like, yes. or, you know, or yes. it's Memorial Day. Right. And then, <laughs> but then that became a whole nother depth or time yeah. encringement on running any business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, you know, so then there's gifts of that, like mm-hmm. us doing this right now and things mm-hmm. that are, you know, challenges in terms of time. So uh, they can also free up time as well. So yeah, yeah times, sh- things shift. I was speaking to a student group a couple months ago, and they asked me to come talk about social media. A lot of times I get asked to talk about social media. Um, And it's funny, like I'm much more comfortable talking to a group of 30 plus year olds talking about social media. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, what the heck do I talk to like a 22 year old about social media that they don't know. And so I actually, (laughs) right. Like, um, okay, well, like I can't tell you what TikTok and reels are. So (laughs) I actually had to give like an anti-social media talk to them of like, I feel like so often a new graduate relies so much mm-hmm. on yeah like, social media Just that like, it's I'll like, get TikTok famous and then people will come in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I, I we hear, hear it all the all time. That, I, I want to be an influencer. I don't want to be a chiropractor even, you know, and you're just like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's not my reality. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so it's like, I'll have to be like, okay, yes, it is a great tool. I would have loved to have had it, but yes. it's also just kind of, I think it can be so easily a time suck that it's like, no, you need to go out. Like you need to and physically people. interact yeah. IRL. And 10,000 yes. likes from across the country doesn't bring 10,000 people in your door in the one town that you do exist in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So how, so how did you guys, so like, so you moved out to Boulder. How did you guys mm-hmm. build your practice up? Like, was it gangbusters from the start or was it a slow roll or? Well, we were married mm-hmm. and looking for a place. And remember, we just sold a practice. We'd worked for two years. She had just graduated. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, we got to find a place to live and we got to find a practice. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of a little bit casual because we we're like, we need to rest for a little, take a pause. Mm-hmm. And we we're literally living in my parents' basement. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, seriously, Nothing at that point, more of a motivator to grow your business than oh, living. Well, they, well, and they traveled a lot. They yeah. traveled oh, a nice. lot at that time. So we actually had yeah. this huge house to ourselves the majority of the time, which was kind of nice. And we were enjoying Colorado for a couple months. And then we found out that I don't know how this happened, but uh, she was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah, I cannot. We're, we're five months into being married, and we're like, we're gonna pay our student loans off. We're gonna travel. We got this. And right? we're like, oh, we're living in my parents' basement, and my <laughs> wife is pregnant. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't work. We have to find an office and get a CA, and we yeah. have nine months to do it. Yeah. So, and like, have enough patience to pay a CA and the office mm-hmm. and pay for a place to live. Yeah. So like, totally I had like. 
Yeah. yeah so it was a huge motivator. I was like, in fact, I didn't stop the motivator for years because <laughs> I was like, I have to make this happen because yeah. my like male drive was like, okay, this is how much money we have to have. It was like, just pedal to the metal and make it happen. And actually it worked out because we had a place to live within a couple of months mm -hmm. and we had our first CA the Monday after our son was born. Yeah. So, you know, um, and, and we, we worked yeah. our tails off. Yes, very much. We so. worked our tails off. Um, so, so Rochelle, did you uh, start? So, okay. You had, did you start adjusting like pretty much well, right away? Well pregnant and then. Yeah. I, I adjusted until um, our last before? day was a Thursday and I, or no Friday. Cause we did yeah. different hours then. And then I had my son on Saturday. Okay. How so, much time did you take off for? Um, I took off eight weeks, I think for yeah. maternity leave. And then I came back like a shift, you know, like I'd come yeah. back a shift and then the next week I'd come back two shifts. So, but we've always practiced as one chiropractor. Like we don't practice mm. together. So we're never in the office together. We're never in the office okay. together. Okay. So we, uh, well, Other than COVID, when we had to be, yeah, and COVID, because the we, first time in twenty years we practiced together. Yeah, there were times <laughs> over the years there was a, like a six months thing because of staffing or something like that. But we always practiced um, like he was there in the mornings and I was there in the afternoons, and then we had a you know a team. But um, yeah, we we never we're never in the office together. We see each other on weekends. So. <laughs> yeah. so when you did have to work together during COVID, yeah. was that, was that weird? Was there tension there? Was it like, no, that's my no. the activator. Over I know. No, we had fun. You know, we adjusted together and we had always thought we would do that, but that's we what just, we thought we would do from the beginning. Right. It didn't happen. Right. So we had a lot, it, it was fun. I mean, it, you know, that was a stressful time for everybody for sure. And the kids, our kids were older, so it was we were able to be going and we'd come home and they'd have dinner. Like they were, you know, what, 17 and 21. So, um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was fun, but I'm also glad the way we structured our life. Like I love how we structured our life. Cause we got to be with our kids and we had a lot of flexibility and, um, it work or work on their projects, like the other things that we do when we're not in the office. So, but we started out with the fact that we both want to raise our kids. I didn't right. want to just be in the office mm -hmm. and not see the kids. And she didn't want to see the kids and not practice. Yeah. So yeah. like we, we, when she was adjusting, I was with the kids. When I was adjusting, she was with the kids. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. So, so oh, no, I, I was just going to ask oh. as, as you guys, built the practice up so you're dividing the time um mm -hmm. do you have like different business skill sets too that you like co-manage things or do you just do everything kind of as a team we, how would you answer that i think danny does more of the, the business stuff and i did more of the family stuff you know like i don't i love you and i don't say this in a negative way he's never been to a parent teacher conference right but I've also never done payroll. So yep. that's kind of yep. the deal. But I mean, we both did talks and we both did screenings and we both taught seminars and all those types of things. But we kind of like said, all right, you're going to do this or whoever. It was like just the natural flow of what would, hap would happen. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. it was, yeah, we went a little bit more into conventional roles that she ran, more ran the household mm -hmm. and I more ran the office. And I 
did things at home, but under her direction and mm. vice versa. Well, you know? what I love though, is because, um, and this is no judgment to anybody, any chiropractic couples who do it this way, but right. Rochelle, you said like, when I'm at the office, I want to be adjusting. I want to be doing right. chiropractic. And right. what I've seen with other chiropractic couples mm -hmm. is come in. Yes. The mom takes that traditional, like, Mm -hmm. I take care of the kids, but then what ends up happening is, is their role in the office is that front desk role. Yeah. And then the mm -hmm. husband mm -hmm. goes like, I will do all the adjusting. And so right. I kind of like the way that you divided mm -hmm. the office of like, right. I don't want when I'm there, I don't want to be a no. really great office yeah. manager. Yeah. I want to be there that way. So like, yeah, well, I don't know if I'd be a really great office manager. <laughs> I'm a lot better at adjusting. So, and that's my know path. Your talents, yeah. 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 And it's, um, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I think everybody has a different way to do things. I don't necessarily mm -hmm. know that our way is the right way, but it really worked for us. And, um, you know, we've done a ton of stuff. So it's, I would say like, now I'm, I'm working in the office now more than Danny is. You know, mm -hmm. so it's it, the roles have like shifted a little bit, mm -hmm. but he, yeah. So, you know, we don't have kids at home. We just have fur babies to take care of now. So, so you're officially empty nesters. Yes. See, there's mm -hmm. the benefit of getting pregnant faster than you thought. <laughs> there, there you go. go. You're, really you know, young, time. Yeah. yeah, you're in your forties and everybody's gone. Right. right. So. Yeah. We'll be empty nesters at 48 which yeah. is oh, crazy. That's, that's how old I am. And let me just tell you, you're like, okay, what do I do now? Oh, right? yeah, what do we, like, oh you should I'm, be yeah. concerned. Oh, yeah. You should legit be worried. Like, I'm going to start yeah. a cruise line or something because <laughs> I, like, know. No, I, know. I know. Are We're they, kind of just in that place of like, what do we do? What do we do now? Mm -hmm. And 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 I want to. Well, because we also had to rebuild you know? during COVID. It yeah, didn't, it yeah. didn't happen for us at a a typical time. It happened while our office was had some reorganizing yeah. it had to do. And, so. and we, you know, we're also in this time in our life where we're like restructuring our life, right? Like mm -hmm. we're figuring out like, okay, so just because we've done this for so long, does that, the way that we've done it, does that mean that that's how we want to continue to do it? Mm -hmm. So we're taking like the last part of this year to like, really like redefine our life and, and what's figure next? out what's next. Wow. So that's, yeah. that's an exciting time. It's a scary time. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you, I mean, looking at your bios, you are both very involved, um, politically and like how when did you decide that this clinic is not enough impact right well i can tell you about that um number one we were seeing around 700 people a week and i had a day that are sitting marking x-rays and each year we had grown roughly 100 people a week mm -hmm. while our Kids were growing and to be, you know, very few people in a network office ever do that doing network. Yeah. Very few. Mm -hmm. In fact, I don't know of anybody other than Donnie has. Yeah. Um, maybe Sophia. Maybe Sophia. Mm -hmm. um, Rodriguez. So, mm -hmm. and I had this, I was sitting there marking x-ray. I said, okay. In my mind, I'm thinking, my mind's always rolling of like, mm -hmm. what's the next promotional? What's the next thing or growth? As I'm looking at patient files and doing that, 
I said, okay, so we do this and then we get to 770 next year. Mm. And I remember it distinctly because I didn't feel excited about it. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, mm-hmm. that does not throw me. Mm-hmm. And I, I ne- it was scary. I felt like, wow, why does that not throw me? Because it was like who I am, you know, it was like, a, yeah. which is not a healthy thing, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, that's, why do I feel this way? And I sat with that for a good while. And then randomly, unexpectedly, I got a phone call from the then president, John Schwartzbauer of Sherman College. And I had not been back to Sherman College since we graduated or done to any chiropractic event, period. Other than network. Other than network and Mm -hmm. teaching technique, Mm because I was involved with that. Um, I hadn't gone to anything other than that till that phone call. And he called me because we he was in school. John, Dr. John Schwartzbauer was in school with me at the time. And I had been very involved politically on campus. Okay. And then when we got married, I said, I'm all about Rochelle and the kids. And I had this phone call. He asked me to be on the board of trustees. And I was like, huh? Like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. What do you talk? Why? <laughs> you know? And I went back and I said, well, I, I feel like this is there's a reason I'm getting this phone call. And do I, is that something you say no to, you know, and we talked it over and I said, we like, well, I, there's a reason this is happening and I've got to do, you know, this is a, it's a calling literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I went to the first Sherman Lyceum I had been to since I graduated. Um, and someone handed me and I, I might offend some people. I don't know. Someone handed me an NCMIC brochure nick nick okay. like the, the the sherman package or lyceum was had a big label of ncmic and i got i almost threw up mm-hmm. i was like why is this company sponsoring sherman lyceum and what i saw raw was how far things were from where sherman was supposed to be and at mm-hmm. the first meeting i didn't know anybody else in the room and i'm like on facebook looking up these people's names and i'm like because <laughs> they're talking about we ha- the school lost a million dollars last year but it was a plan million we might have to close we're going to do a teach out and like all these contingency plans or we merge with another school and mm-hmm. i was like this can't happen this is like where this is like everything mm-hmm. about chiropractic lives here yeah. and i'm like looking up the people that are on the there and i'm like i don't know any of them and there's this guy liam i was like he looks like maybe he knows what he's talking about. And I'm messaging, he's like, what is this about? And I'm like, texting <laughs> like, how can this be happening? Like under the table. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, it's a disaster. We got to turn it around. And like, yeah. so, you know, we masterminded ch- turning Sherman around. And then Schubel? I, is that? Yeah, Liam Schubel. Okay. I'm like, I don't I was, know of any other Liam's. Yeah, Liam. Liam. <laughs> yeah, Liam Schubel. And like we mastermind, I sat down, I was like, we have to, we can't make the let this happen. And so we masterminded that happening. And then right at that time, you know, I had many board issues with, with Colorado because I did network and they were kind of always had me as a target. And I fought those things politically in the state. Mm-hmm. Like the state wanted us to get rid of make they wanted to make the insight subluxation station um, illegal for practitioners to use. Wow. And I fought that. Yeah. And like I fought like things over and over with the state board. So people knew me through that and through school. So then like randomly. Rochelle gets a phone call. Mm-hmm. Do you want to apply to be on the on the um, Colorado State Board? And we're like, do you know what? who like my, my dad is? <laughs> like, are you are you serious? But she, uh, you know, at that time we had fought this battle that Colorado 
I kept trying to expand scope into pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. and I had fought that and fought that. And then, yeah. Yeah. We're, so we're like in the heart of all those things. So we went from like, not really doing a whole lot to like being like propelled into to, doing a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think so? Like if you were kind of a pain in their side over these yeah. years, why do you think they invited you on? Because I actually think that um, that there was the want for a woman to be on the board and also somebody who ha- who did have our perspective, like a wellness, more mm-hmm. of a, you know, mindset. So, but, you know, honestly, through that experience, there were a lot of bridges that were built and mm-hmm. it was not, it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, but, you know, just because it's, it's really, it's, it's really challenging, but, um, also in the same breath, like it makes you like even more inspired to make a difference in the profession. Mm -hmm. And, you know, out of all, both of these experiences sprung up, um, mile high, you know, because we wanted to have a place where like, you know, what people subluxation center, principled chiropractor, like whatever you want to say, like, you know, our, our style of chiropractic, right. That we Mm -hmm. wanted to have a place where students could come and hear that, that docs could come and like reignite themselves. Um, and so that's really what was, you know, the seed that planted mile high was our experiences with those sports. So, and then, I mean, cause mile high, what year was it this last year? It's been, when did you start it? Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, so your kids were at home. So all of a sudden you, so how did you, like, when you added in another, both of you, like, both of you, hold on. Do you know your Enneagram types? (laughs) Yes, I'm a two. Okay. Wing three. Yeah. 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 I don't know the number, but you're the performer. But I don't know what yeah. number three. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Three. It figured a three or an eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you both go and do these things. Mm-hmm. How did you like, and a lot of times I feel like it within our relationship, there was no like formal sit down of like, this is how we're going to prioritize our marriage first our children, you know, like, but how did you set, did you have to set boundaries? Like, how did you really make sure that your relationship with each other and your family stayed at the core while right. you're both building massive careers? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be really honest. I mean, let's be real. Right. Cause mm-hmm. like, that's, I, that's who I am. And um, it wasn't easy. Like it wasn't easy whatsoever. And, um, and, you know, we, um, we, we didn't have a plan just kind of like, we didn't really have a plan when, you know, we started our office, which is not what we tell people to do. Right. (laughs) We just kind of like let went by faith and like just barreled through. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and we've made mistakes. Right. And also I, there's times that I'm like, Oh, I wish we would have had more boundaries. I wish we would have said no more. I wish we things differently, but I also feel like, um, we were led to do a lot of what we did and we did the best that we could. And because of the way we practiced, like, 
there was always one of us like with our kids, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's part of our like redeveloping and redesigning our life is like, okay, we've put so much and we've given so much and I don't regret a minute of it, you know? And then also like in this season of my life, like I want to like have more play and more fun. And like, I almost feel like I did it that kind of vibe, you know, like, okay, been there, done that. And I still want to do that. And like, I want to do it smarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's not just sheer like grunt work and that you're just, you're just always serving and always giving. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I'm like, and that's not necessarily sustainable. So for the people out there that want to do these things, like learn from like our mistakes. And I'm also very grateful. So. Yeah. I can yeah. relate a lot. I yeah. mean, <laughs> the stuff we're going to feels like it's, just sheer will and work go (laughs) just go and it's hard um at mile high i was in a panel in the side room and um which was awesome yeah oh yeah it was great it was standing room only it was fun oh my god those women are amazing like seriously you had incredible i mean you had incredible males too but like (laughs) we're just so great um Mm -hmm. so we're there and, you know, I'm there with Nona and Courtney and Elise. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and I, you know, people write into the show to my podcast too. And so what I feel like I get a lot and we got a question there is from the, like the new graduates or about to be graduates. Mm-hmm. And it's, they're so focused on the balance, which is fantastic. Yeah. Right. Like, right. but <laughs> I don't know how to answer. Like I, Nona, thank God, because I just, when they asked the question, just completely froze and gave like, (laughs) um, because they wanted to know, like, how do you kind of skip the hustle and like, how do I, how do I succeed with? Yeah, that's a, that's a new generational thing. We hear it over and over again. You know, he, our son's 22 and he's starting to work and he's like, you know, I don't want to do the, uh, you know, I, I want to have life work balance. Mm-hmm. Like that's their whole, like the cultural mm-hmm. story right now for that is life work balance. And I love that. And I think that's great. And I'm trying to learn that, but like at 48, you're like, okay, well now yeah. kids, maybe I can do it. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I think that there's a way to do it. And then I also think that the reality is when you're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. there's a level of grinding. You know, like we're not working nine to five jobs where we punch in and punch out. We just, you just aren't, you know. There was a book that we, a presenter and Mm -hmm. had this book called the, said it talked, it was years ago. Mm -hmm. And he said he didn't, he was thing was the anti-work-life balance. And Mm -hmm. I I don't fully agree with what he said, Mm -hmm. but he said it's really a zigzag. Mm-hmm. And he said he was all it's all the book was called the zigzag mm-hmm. and he said that really as an entrepreneur he's a he's a outside of chiropractic he was a multi-millionaire multiple business thing and he talked about it's it's more like a zigzag like you're skiing down fast and then you're on vacation then you go and it was like mm-hmm. it's the 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 full tilt and then pause and then full tilt and then pause. that was what he thought happened yeah and so I, actually I we kind of what? Oh, sorry, cool. No, keep going. No, no. So, uh, like we did, like mile high, um, we had mapped out when to do that. We had to, we actually did it because we had, to, we felt like we had to change Colorado. We, the, the, it was going in a bad direction, right? and, and and nobody was paying attention to the politics. 
picks. So I thought this would be a way to do that. And meanwhile, um, Rochelle's on the board, right? On yeah, the, it was after okay. I was on the board. It was after yeah. on the board we started it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, what happened was I they wanted to put inject they want to put injectables into the chiropractic light chiropractic scope here, and I called and emailed every freaking chiropractor I knew to testify against it, and only one showed up. There were two actually. Two. Yeah. And I was, uh, but Sue, I we, I know, we the, okay, yeah. you know, against it. And I was heartbroken because I was like, I did all this energy and no one showed up. I said, you know, apathetic chiropractors. So I started Mile High because I wanted to bring people together so people would know what mm -hmm. was going on and be mm -hmm. engaged and find all the the passionate, vitalistic chiropractors in the center of the country come out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. And and it worked. Um, however, you know, we we try when when we do it, we want to do it in August because that seemed like relative to the chiropractic calendar, that was like a spot where it would fit. But then that affected our summers with our kids mm -hmm. uh, straight out. It, it affected because it took me the July and August when they were off. It like was took all my attention for July and August. So the reason why I did it in June was because I wanted to have the last, I wanted to do it in June and be done. So I could really be as present with my family and kids while, before they had their last summer home, which was great because we had a lot more, Mm -hmm. time together this past summer and that's why we moved it to september so that i could you know get we really had a great summer with them because mm -hmm. we like paused on everything yeah i kept telling people i'm not doing anything even this this i said i'm not doing this until after the summer <laughs> you know? i like that yeah yeah I, I mean i do think i don't know how you guys feel but i do think that this generation is actually going to reject some of the things that our generation did, oh, like the obsession with social media. I know it doesn't seem like that because they're in it now, but a yeah. lot of the things that I've read and podcasts that I've listened to are that they don't want to work as hard as we did yeah. and mm -hmm. that they don't want to be as social media as obsessed as we got mm -hmm. so that at some point they're going to want to have more connection with people and they're going to want to have free time and they're going to value that, right? Like they're going to mm -hmm. value that more than we were just like, get on the treadmill, you yeah. know? Go, 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 so go. I, I, I love that about them, you know, mm -hmm. like, I, you know, some of me goes, well, how real is, you know, we've had people apply to be associates with us that say, well, I want to work nine hours a week. And I'm like, well, I want to pay you for nine hours. I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going, you have $300,000 of debt. Exactly. Exactly. But maybe they will bring balance to the force. So that's what, you know, I yeah. think that there's, there's, I, I, I'm excited about to see what happens. Like there, I feel like there's like this shift of like values mm -hmm. of like, okay, I don't have to hustle. And there's a, I think there needs to be a new word for yeah. finding that, but yeah. like realizing mm -hmm. like, yeah, you can't be over here. There's somewhere in the middle. That's, that's a healthy, you know? So well, I, sorry, but like, I worry, I'm definitely, um, more of the, like you hustle, you do this, you know, um, cause yeah. I'm going to be 36 in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, but so I just go like, it's not practical though. Like yeah. you're, mm -hmm. you have this much debt and like, I hope that they have a better answer, but like, I'm like, okay, you have yes. this much debt. I love that you're going to live within your means and that, you know, yes. like, you're like, I don't need to buy a house. Like you're like, oh, okay, cool. That's fantastic. You're right. You don't need to buy a house and you don't need to leave, live big. But then I'm like, but are you saving for retirement? Like, I know are you, but yeah. like, what what's going to happen if you like just live within your means until you're 60 is that like the plan 
I, know. I mean, if they have a small, if, if you can balance it out and you build, you know, a financially small life, I guess you can, but that's always been my concern, especially for all chiropractors, because almost right. all of you start so deep in the hole to start mm-hmm. that you, right. you do have a house. You do, you know, maybe you're not going to buy a house, but you're walking out of school with a very nice house yeah. worth of student debt. That you can't like, sell gas. Yes. <laughs> yes. You, well, have, you, you already have a house, right? Mm-hmm. And if you have, and if you have an office, you have a second house. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then yeah. if you want a house house, that's a third house. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so it is like, I, I agree completely that I honor and respect the shit out of these, this next generation. I think they're going to do some very cool things, breaking mm-hmm. some of this, like, yeah, all the obsessions and connect a uh, stronghold to like, what is success Yes. But I just sit here as this like old curmudgeon being like, how's this going out for you? Like, yeah, yeah. like I work my butt off, right? Yeah. And they're just like, listen, old lady, like, I know that you don't see any other way than what you did, but watch. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I'm watching, but I'm concerned. I'm concerned. But I, know, I, know. I, I also think there's an idealism that happens too. And like, you're talking like, well, I don't want to have a house, right? Well, then when you have kids, and yeah. you want a backyard that really changes, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. it would be Life really good to have a fenced in yeah. yard that we can let our dogs out, you know, like those types mm-hmm. of things. It starts to change. So. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, okay. So my high is next September. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're going to spend this final quarter of 2022, figuring out mm-hmm. what's next for you. Yes. Like, any ideas? What is next? You want to start? You can start. You can start. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Reorganizing. I mean, we have, we teach network. Mm -hmm. We organize that around the world. We run lifetime wellness practice, helping people be successful in practice. Mm -hmm. Um, in, In a tonal model, people that want to practice in a tonal growing lifetime practice members model Mm -hmm. um and then also we run an office and mile high so that's a lot yes and i'm still on the show and she's on the sherman board yeah Yeah. so really the thing is shifting more and more of mentoring teaching writing and helping um others thrive Mm -hmm. i we 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 really feel extremely uh gifted to have been mentored by some of the best in chiropractic while we were at Sherman and learn a lot and be around some pretty amazing people. And we want to give what we know to others. Mm -hmm. And so finding ways to us have more space to do that. We have Mm -hmm. a phenomenal team in our office. Um, We used to have a phenomenal team, like beyond beyond and then we didn't for a little bit because they all left during COVID, and then we do now again (laughs) so now we have space that we want to emulate that and help we want to help others thrive um as chiropractors that are focused on enhancing spinal neural integrity on the adjustment um and 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 having a successful life Mm -hmm. not just a successful practice right um and being able to see uh, chiropractic expand when we want to do it more from an overseeing point of view mm-hmm. uh, and sharing our wisdom then and 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 helping emulate that for other people mm-hmm. um, and have more people on more tables more often and help chiropractors give more and serve more. Mm-hmm. 
and doesn't receive sound like money. a small thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fun though. It, it's um I we I recently went to a League of Chiropractic Women retreat and they um we were doing these like circles of like who do you want to influence and what do you want to do and I everybody around me was talking about like their practice members, right? Like I wanted to do talks in the community. I want to do this. And when I looked down at mine, mine was how I wanted to impact helping other chiropractors. And I started to realize like, wow, like that's like where my calling is right now. And I absolutely love it. And I still want to adjust people because I can't imagine not going to the office, but Mm -hmm. like, um, like we're starting to kind of find that balance of how to do those things. And, and I think, you know, we were just talking about the life work balance. I think it's really work hard, play hard, right? Like setting our schedules up and our life up. That's why I love like the four day work week, you know, because I feel like you compress when you have a practice, you compress it into these four days. And then on the weekends, like the three day weekend is a long weekend. Yeah. You know, we always say like on by Saturday night, we're like, our team just had like these days off. Like I'm ready to go back to the office and we're like <laughs> traveling and teaching and doing all this stuff. I'm like, wow, if you have all these days off, like three days off, this is pretty incredible. So I, you know, I think, I think there's some truth to that. We, so. Yeah. We have an incredible practice. I'm really yeah. proud of our practice mm-hmm. of all the things I'm proud of most is our practice yeah. more than mile high and, and more than lifetime wellness is that we have this incredible community and our systems are phenomenal and um, it creates people that want to be there for the right reasons that are not symptom focused and are in, in the upward spiral, their health moving upwards. And I want to help people be able to thrive in that and replicate and that. replicate that mm-hmm. and know how to communicate that. So um, so so that more people get true chiropractic care. Mm-hmm. And um, so I want it's more about taking what we learned to help other people do that. And uh, yeah, I would say that. Awesome. Um, we will make sure that we have links for because Mile High, I'm assuming you're you can buy tickets or are you in this like weird you can't buy tickets yet? No, so, you can rise yeah. up to milehigh.com. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. So we'll buy, sure. You know, you want to be there's nowhere else you want to be than a mile high in September. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fantastic group of people. All my friends are there. So I'm like, I can't I get, <laughs> see all my friends. Yeah. And such a cool location. We were saying next year we want to go a couple of days earlier, stay a couple of days late. Cause like we didn't go hiking. We didn't, you know, yes. drive over Red Rocks. I tell people that every year. Yeah, I know like, it's amazing. You've got it. Colorado is freaking beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. not like going yeah. to a hotel in New Jersey. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and no then, offense to the people. No, 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 New Jersey, <laughs> but. You know, I'm, I'm from New York, New Jersey. I get it. You know? <laughs> I know, but you know, it's there's so much natural beauty and there's so many cool things to do here. So, and September is an awesome time because the aspens are turning up in the mountains and it's just even going for a drive up there is incredible. Rent some e bikes on the Vail Pass, like, you know, all the yeah, good things. have a nice little look <laughs> of it. So. All right. Well, we will make sure we have the links um, below so that people can find you. Go listen to the Mile High podcast. You just had one of our favorite people on, Dr. Mo. Yes. yes. Um, yes. Which I was messaging with Tamara, like they're in London. So like I'm, I'm relieving the veil of uh, that you're supposed to pretend we just recorded this, but like 
as the day we're recording, the queen died yesterday. They're in London. And I'm like, holy shit, you guys, you got to get out of there. It's going to be crazy. I know. I love them. Yeah, they're two of my favorite people on chiropractor. how this, we started this date night thing with them. They were the first couple. Oh, oh that's awesome. Like, we should be talking to more couples. Yep, episode 100. All right, so well, here's here's a game plan. Yeah. We have to have date night, date night, and date. Well, we have, like, all together. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. In person. Yeah, yeah, and we went to dinner with them when we were at okay. Popeye, so it'd be perfect to, to just add to it. Perfect. That's awesome. All right. Well, She Slayers, uh, hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as we did. And um, we'll have the links below. Mm -hmm. And until next week, bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients, Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. Don't wait.